Welcome to the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and this is the Big 3 IDP Podcast. I'm here in the Soad Shack with two handsome, incredibly smart gentlemen to my right, Mr. Adam Markham. To my left, Mr. Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? We are good. <laughs> Starting off good, Bobby. I'm feeling I'm be- really good about I'm it. I'm better now. Yeah. Better now after that. Yeah, so we're back in the Soad Shack. It's a Thursday night. There's preseason football going on. Got to see the Cardinals rip a big, fat, wet fart against the Raiders. I think they were down 26 nothing mm-hmm. before halftime. Make you feel good about your Kyler pick. And yeah, the, uh... we'll get to that. Not feeling super great now because that offensive line is trash mm. in Arizona. Mm. But uh, other than that, uh, yeah, feeling feeling pretty good. We're gonna uh, talk Big a stuff. lot. Yeah, what? Big stuff. Big stuff tonight. Big stuff tonight. Mm-hmm. I know you got a whopper of a news item for us to lead we off got here with. A lot with. of good stuff. Should yeah, coming right up. So we're gonna hit a few really important announcements, and um, we're gonna do a little uh, taste test experiment here at the top of the sode. Then we're going to get into some of the drafts that we had. The uh, Big 3 Listener League just wrapped up, so we'll talk about uh, our teams in there. And also our XFFL draft was this past Saturday, so we'll talk about who we got defensively in those leagues. We've got some news, and then we're going to do the Battle Royale series NFC West versus AFC West. But before we get into that, you saw it teased on Twitter and now we're going to deliver on the podcast, gentlemen. It is time. Mm. Bobby, you hooked us up, and we appreciate you tremendously. Yes, sir. Love you, Bobby. We're mm-hmm. going to do a Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning taste test Woo! here on the podcast. So uh, it is Mountain Dew charged with natural and artificial sweet peach and smooth honey. Is there any Is there any part of Mountain Dew that is natural, though? Mm, Probably no. the water. The water well, yeah, water. It. Like that's where it stops. <laughs> unless they put an extra H in there, and it's like H three O or something. But uh, there's nothing natural about Mountain Dew. But here we are, for you, the listeners. We're gonna let you know if you're at KFC and you're thinking, should I get that Sweet Lightning? You're about to find out. So, gentlemen, raise your cup, Bobby. Appreciate you again Let's getting uh, these. Put it in. Cheers, cheers, boys. Cheers. Quit dripping yes, water on my sir. laptop. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, God. Oh, that is rough. <laughs> oh, I don't like peach-flavored things. I don't know why I agreed to do this, but mm. if you're a fan of peach, that's not bad. I've got it. I know what it is. What is it? There's no Mountain Dew involved in this drink at all. It's the peach rings in a blender. Oh, my God, it mm. is. Yeah, like you used to get like at school, at like the exactly high school cafeteria. It. It's not bad, but it's, it's not. not it's, it would never be one that I was, yeah. you know. Morning. It's not Baja. Where does it rank? Yeah, no where way. does it? Let's do a quick breakdown here. Power rankings. I mean, Mountain it's got, Dew it's, flavors. It's, it's got to be at the very bottom. Yeah, I don't know that there's close any worse to than it. That. What's know. down there with it? Whiteout? Are you guys Whiteout fans? Nah, it's too sweet. Agreed. Um, so the my favorite. I don't, I've never liked Code Red either. I've been a Code I, Red. I fan. went through a Code Red phase there when I was like in high school. Yeah. Uh, when it was really the only other Mountain Dew flavor besides yeah. Mountain Dew. I have a pretty distinct one and two. What would you say? Um, Baja would be number one for you, right? Baja's probably yeah. number one. And let's see. Then I, th- I guess I'd say just the original. Classic. The yeah. classic. Yeah. I do like the throwback with the real sugar. That's yeah. really good. Man. It's a good time. That's some it's good really taste. good. It's a very good night. Mine are actually different. So I would say number one for me has always been Game Fuel. Like oh, I, oh, yeah. I love me some Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Like back in the day mm-hmm. when it was tied into like the release of the new Halo. <laughs> yeah, just stay up all night with our mutual friend Cabell. Just oh, yeah. eating because he used to work at Outback, and we'd be in the dorm, and he'd bring home leftover meat from Outback, and mm-hmm. he'd sit in his underwear because his clothes just smelled kings. like kings, <laughs> just kings, just like kings, just eating meat off the bone, drinking Game Fuel, That's playing Halo to, to like three a.m. Doesn't get any better, baby. That's right. That was the prime of my life right there. This is a shout out to Cavs. He wanted a little bit more uh, Taco fast Bell food talk. talk. Yeah. yeah, so we're we're giving him uh, yeah some some fast food, some Mountain Dew talk. So Game Fuel one, and then Diet Supernova, which was a short lived mm. diet flavor. They actually had I think 
Uh, it was a, it was, you guys remember these commercials? It was Kenny Main and Aaron Andrews, mm-hmm. and it was a competition, like a democracy. Huh. Yeah. See who, and, and Diet Supernova won. Yeah. But then it just went away. Mm. And I loved me some Diet Supernova, and then it just was gone one day. Did you vote? I did. I voted a lot for Diet Supernova. <laughs> I wanted it to win. It was great. And then it was gone. So those are my two favorite. But yeah, peach, this would be at the bottom just cause I'm not yeah. a peach guy. It's too much flavor. Not enough dew. There's like no dew flavor. Yeah. It's straight up peach. If yeah. you're a peach fan. If you like, yeah, knee high peach, you probably will like this. I almost brought y'all a chaser just cause I knew it was going to be so bad. Should have brought some regular. Should have brought some regular. It's well, not good. It's got a weird aftertaste. Wait, yeah. well, where is voltage and, um, voltage pretty good. Voltage and live wire. I'm a live wire fan. All right. There's they're not like, a, there's like not middle. a lot of great orange drinks out there. Yeah. Sunkiss um, is pretty hard to su- beat. Like Sunkiss is I'm a good. crush guy. You crush guy? Yeah. I like live wire. I haven't, Drank any of these in a long time, but yeah, right, those we're, are all we're grown men. Very good. <laughs> Adam, you you stay holding that baja and that regular well, Mountain Dew. Yeah. Don't you lie to me. I do drink a lot of them. I like baja. I like Big Red. <laughs> big Red. That's a, oh man, that's some good. All stuff. All the good ones. That's a oh, yeah. staple. Doesn't White Castle have Big Red on tap? Yes, it's yes. awesome. I love White Castle. As a side note, as you all know, yes, but that's true. Big Red on tap. Need that in my house. Pretty special. Y'all uh, nice. RC fans? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, we're, you, you can't know. be country boy and not like RC. Yes, sir. Country pie or uh, uh, country moon pie. pie. Yeah. Moon pie yes, for a country sir. boy. That's right. Yeah, RC. RC moon pie. Good talk, yes, sir, baby. So, Markham, I believe uh, to piggyback off this, you had some very important news that you wanted to share. We got some. We got some big news today, guys. I uh, took a lunch like I do every day, and uh, they allow me if I, they. You know, they let you out of prison me for thirty minutes to go off campus. Uh-huh. I uh, so yeah, they let me take one today, and I went to Taco Bell. Uh, obviously, got a case of reader. Uh, no Baja Blast this time. I already had a drink. I know. Sorry. Are huh. you? That's weird. I know. That's is this that's, a uh, Markham like imposter robot in the show? In the <laughs> already had show? a drink. Uh, you know, I didn't need to spend the money. All right. Here's okay. the here's an idea, Markham. Pour that drink out. And get by. I thought about it. I did think about it. I did have the drink already in the cup holder. I was like, well, I could do it. I could do it. And nobody would ever know. No, they wouldn't. But, you know. Okay, so uh, you didn't get a Baja Blast, but you got the Quesarito. They have raised the prices. Are you serious? Yeah. 306 now. Oh, man. Uh, That's up up from 285. Um, 21 cents. 21 cents. That's a lot. It's almost a quarter. Not sure. uh, Not sure why. Yeah. Uh, When they when they first introduced these quesaritos, uh, they were two sixty four. That was around uh, two thousand fifteen. Did some research. I went back and and looked through my uh, bank statements. (laughs) Wow. If you wonder why, I've often gotten the quesaritos a la carte. So, uh, oh, yeah. so it's the, the evidence is all there. The paper trail is all there. <laughs> if you wonder why our country is crumbling, it's A, because the price of quesaritos is going up, and it's because Markham knows that the price of quesaritos is going up. Yeah. Absolutely. So Taco Bell, cut that out, and also bring back the uh, Volcano Breedus. I long for that sweet, sweet, sweet lava sauce. And also make us uh, be- become a sponsor of the show. Absolutely. Yeah, if you would. That yeah. would be awesome. Chili but- cheese burritos, bring those back as well. Hmm. Don't, Remember those? Yeah. Don't they have ones that are? Do they still have the Dorito shell tacos? Oh yeah, that's still. Oh that's yeah, still going. The strong. best is the Cool Ranch. Mm. That's the best one. Do they have the Cool Ranch? Oh yeah, yeah. you can ask for it. Most time they'll just give you the regular like nacho cheese, but the Cool Ranch is awesome. Yeah, with anything. I want them to have the if they had the purple the purple Dorito. Oh, that's the best sweet one. Chili. The sweet chili. Oh man, I miss the old like gorditas, just the big like doughy, mm-hmm. soft taco kind of feel. I don't think they've had that in a long time. The Quesarito is the best menu item at Taco Bell, so. though. Right it's, now. It's top notch. Until they bring back that Volcano Brita. The uh, Chipotle shredded chicken loaded grillers are good. If you're looking for yeah. something a little bit more cost effective, I think dollar twenty nine, dollar nineteen, something like that. Price you know? has probably gone up, though. Absolutely. You're yeah. going to have to check next right. time you're there. Definitely. Jeez. Tomorrow. Don't trust them. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm going. Well, thank you, Markham. You guys will be happy to know that the first nine minutes of the podcast has been dedicated to... Sweet Lightning and Taco Bell talk. It was, it was necessary, Josh. Uh, we could have gone 15 minutes, honestly. Yeah. Cavill's that's happy. Our, yeah. You know, yeah, we got, our listeners expect it. Yeah. yeah. That's what they, that's what we're known for. Uh, IDP analysis, sure, whatever. Yeah. But if you want your uh, trash food and trash drink takes, that's what we're here for. Are you going to choke down the rest of this? Or you I gonna, may. Yeah. I may. Yeah. I'm, he's not going to drink any more it, of it. If you hear either. a loud sound hitting the floor, that's me just yeah. dying after <laughs> drinking more of that. So, guys, let's jump in. This is a fun topic here. Like I mentioned, we had our XFFL auction this past Saturday. Our buddy Lauren, shout out Lauren, came down from Maine 
to uh, be here with the Degenerates in Bowling Green and one coming up from Nashville. So, Lauren, we appreciate you coming down, buddy. But we had uh, – this is a salary cap league. We've talked about it before. So uh, a lot of the guys are already rostered. I think we had to draft uh, in or get in the auction about 140 players. And so uh, we have salary caps. So we have cap space that we have to maneuver. And so we just wanted to run through the results of the auction – much in the same way that the fantasy footballers and other shows will do mock draft episodes to show you their thinking when it comes to who are they targeting. We wanted to run through some of the draft results, both from XFFL and from the Listener League, just to let you all know, like, who are we looking at uh, as we are actually drafting our teams. So, Bobby, why don't you kick us off here? Who did you uh, grab in the XFFL auction defensively? Yeah, so I grabbed Kareem Jackson, John Reed, Kendall Fuller, Jalil Adai, Todd Davis, Cassius Marsh, uh, Larry Ogunjobi, and DeMonte Kazee. Um, I really just needed some depth, to be honest with you. I've got a pretty decent defense. Um, my DTs and my DNs, uh, this is a league that we play in where DTs and DNs are, are two specific positions, which yep, they're broken you know, really highlights people like John I want to hear your defense. I, I, I want to hear your yeah, starting you defense. Yeah, you just made a trade, So I actually. made a trade yesterday. Um, so now my starting D is, gosh, this is going to be helpful if I actually bring it up. Um, well, let's talk about your auction strategy while you're pulling that up because yeah. you, you wanted depth. So where were you looking to get depth? Um, Along I, the defensive line? I didn't or? have any corners. I needed another D-end. Um, really, I'm probably still pretty lacking at D-end. Um, my linebacker was pretty good. Cornerback, I actually have five of now, which is probably like stupid and not a very decent IDP strategy. I know a ton of people say, you know, stream the cornerbacks and, you know, week to week. But I like having some good ones, and I have some good ones now. So my DT, DeForest Buckner. Um, the ends are Miles Garrett and Josh Allen. Josh Allen may be coming in or out. It just depends on how they use him. My linebackers, Quan Alexander, Roquan Smith, uh, Corey Littleton, and Todd nice Davis. And then I've got, um, I don't know how you say his first name, Xavier Howard, Xavier Howard, Xavier Howard, yeah. uh, Kareem Jackson, uh, my corners, and then Jordan Poyer and Derwin James are my safeties. It's very sick. That's so, a nice little defense you sure, got there. I do have a nice D, and, and we talked about this yesterday. Sure, Incredibly dude. nice D. Yeah, that dude. D, real good. But I did give up a lot of offensive pieces yesterday Mark to them, don't. acquire some of this. Don't. I want to. I know. <laughs> I want to. Let me. I know. I'm putting um, you, I'm, let me. I'm muting your microphone. But to go back to my actual like uh, draft strategy, um, just needed depth, really. I like some of these grabs in Todd Davis. Um, I like Kendall Fuller because I've got Buckner to sit on. I've actually got... Um, Jeffrey Simmons as well, who I've IR'd because I don't think he'll play until next year. But, um, you know, you give Reed a suspension and let him come back. I think he'll be a, he'll be a healthy defensive tackle start. But yeah, I'm overall pretty happy. All right, Markham. So who did you grab on the defensive side of the ball in the auction? Okay. Kind of same thing with me. My defense was pretty much already set outside of cornerback. And, uh, again, we've talked previously about how I, that's something that I just stream for the most part. Week to week. So, uh, targeted Danico Autry, Eric Reed, Juan Thornhill, my boy Quincy Williams. You do love you some Quincy mm-hmm. Williams. Marquise Blair, Linval Joseph, Ronald Darby, Rasul Douglas, Julian Love, and Jason Pierre Paul. Pierre Paul, I th- was, I'm pretty sure it was like the last pick of the draft, wasn't he? Probably going to be dropped. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Irrelevant. You kind of panic because it's, it was us at the end. It was tough because yeah. we both had to get 18 guys. Yeah. I only had and like so we 11 going million going into it. Back the hardest and forth. part when you do that is the nomination period is only 20 seconds long, yeah. which in the future we might need to look at making it 30 That's seconds what it, yeah. or something. But I agree because when you're doing all that and you're trying to come like y'all were the last two, I was close to the last one. So you've got a bunch of dudes who are just throwing in 500k offers. Um, you know, you're going to get whoever you put on there unless Josh just really wants them. But it's yeah. hard to, and we have talked about this in the last week or so, but to change them from a one year 500k to a three year million dollar, whatever type yeah. of offer we'd be comfortable giving. It's them. a little nerve wracking when you get, especially when it's just you. If yeah. you're just by yourself and you don't have anyone to yeah. take up any space, it gets a little nerve wracking. And so, maybe if you've had a drink or two, you yeah. know, it's or a, seven or eight, five hundred adds another obstacle. Uh, so. <laughs> Who is this Julian Love fellow that you went after here? Tell us about him. He is just a rookie cornerback for the Giants. I don't know a lot about him. Do you love um, him? I, I do love him. That is a, it's, 
so I can't Spot believe on. you put that together. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was someone that I was just scrambling to find there at the end. Really, the, the targets on, uh, for cornerback was Darby and, and Rasul Douglas. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize how awesome Rasul Douglas was at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, huge, like, like huge. Only played like half a year and I think put up over 50 tackles Dang. for a cornerback. That's wow. really good. He was huge. Like if you look at his game log at the end of the year, um, cause Darby got hurt. A lot of these guys got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's always a, a cornerback unit I like to target just mm-hmm. because they're going to be in shootouts. Teams are going to be behind and, uh, they're going to be throwing. Sure. There are certain teams that for whatever reason, both cornerbacks are very attractive mm-hmm. options like the Carolina Panthers last yeah. year. Yeah. And still even this year, you see Dante Jackson. Right. And, um, who's the other guy there? Uh, James Bradbury. Yeah that are two very popular targets. And I don't know, I guess it's just because both guys are really good. I know Dante Jackson was a rookie last year. Typically, rookie cornerbacks are targeted a lot. Uh, what about this Marquise Blair fellow? Who's that? Safety for the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. He is uh, another rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's out of Utah State. Just a hard-hitting guy. Yeah. Uh, seems to be the Cam Chancellor replacement. You know, just a, a defense that I, I like to target mm-hmm. again, especially the safeties, linebackers, and uh, DNs typically. And you went with uh, Juan Thornhill. Juan Thornhill, another guy that I like. I was, getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, he's apparently already the uh, the st- he's pushing for the starting job at free safety. Wow. So that's great. Yeah, you went a, a lot of youth here too. A lot um, of youth. Again, my team was pretty much set. I didn't need. I needed depth. That was really like none of these guys are starting. I think I've got maybe. Well, obviously the cornerbacks are going to start, and I think I've got Eric Reed maybe in the flex. Mm-hmm. But again, the the defense was already set. So mine, I was the exact opposite. I had really no defense. I had spent the off season building my offense out, and so I took a lot more defense in the auction. So I'm um, going to run through some of the guys I got here, and then talk through my strategy. I got Jayon Brown, Justin Houston, Quandre Diggs, Cameron Hayward, Christian Kirksey. Our boy, Sione Takitaki, uh, my son, Adrian Phillips, Mario Addison, Anthony Walker, Malcolm Butler, Eli Apple, TJ Carey, Olivier Vernon, and T-Sizzle Terrell Suggs. So the only offensive guys that I actually took in the auction were Willie Sneed, Greg Olson, Ted Ginn, and Graham Gano, a lot of whom have already been dropped, actually. But mm. um, like I said, defense was my top priority and my top targets on my board were Jayon, Justin Houston, Quandre Diggs, Cameron Hayward, and Christian Kirksey. So to get all five of those guys with limited money, I was really thrilled about that. Um, our boy Taki Taki is insurance for Kirksey, um, and the rest are depth pieces that I really like. Uh, and like I said, Adrian Phillips, I had to go bring him back since he helped me win a ring last year. Um, so yeah, happy with how that uh, auction hall turned out. You did good, Josh. Excited to get my boy Jay on. I thought he was the best linebacker available in the auction. Also, Josh's strategy last year, which yeah. worked out perfect. He, uh, I think you kind of went into the draft having a lot of defensive needs mm-hmm. and oh yeah, did the same thing. Plugged yeah. him in that draft, did the same this draft. The, the lesson I learned from last year, and I, I think I've talked about it, I don't know if it's on this podcast or the other one, was I wanted to really stack my flex with a lot of options so that if when injuries happen, I'm not scrambling and last year famously starting Robert Turbin in the flex and getting a whopping zero points from him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was my goal this offseason was to not be in that similar situation mm. if injuries happen. Or I have Zeke in that league. What if Zeke holds out? You know, mm. T.Y. Hilton in that league. What if Luck is out for the first three to four weeks? Mm. I mean, that's why, yeah, offense was the priority for me. Which one of these is your favorite contract? Um, I really like the... Um, you know, Jayon was a little more expensive. He's probably the third highest paid linebacker now, which yeah. is fine. Totally yeah. happy to do that. Uh, Quandre Diggs was a lot more than I typically pay for a cornerback, but yeah. kind of that cheat code safety cornerback hybrid. And selfishly, I hope Diggs helps Darius Slay a little bit too. They didn't throw Slay's way a lot last year. Slay's way. There Slay's you way. There you go, Bobby. They didn't do that a lot last year just because uh, I think the cornerback opposite him, I don't remember who it was, was pretty, pretty crap. Uh, but yeah. Selfishly, I hope he helps lay out. I like Justin Houston a lot. I mean, only uh, mm-hmm. $2.695 million, so that's nice. And then Cam Hayward at uh, $3 million. 
Yeah. One of the top defensive tackles, I think, in football for three mil is not bad. So, yeah, I was just shocked. I thought for sure, like I said, those are my top five guys. I thought for sure those guys would get picked off. We had a guy in our auction with about $100 million, which was right. half of our about, budget, basically. Yeah, four and a half times what I had yeah. in, in money. Again, so. I had $11 million. Yeah. So. Yeah, you were balling on a budget. Please, sir, may I have some shekels? <laughs> may, I, may I have the crumbs from your table, master? <laughs> No, that was Markham. He was just like waiting like a mouse just to get some crumbs off the floor. We did okay. We did, did all right. We did all right, though. <laughs> Let's move now to the Listener League, gentlemen. This is really exciting. Um, want to give a shout out to the listeners. Uh, in addition to my neighbor, Nathan, and Markham, your dad. My dad. Good mm-hmm. old Steve. Shout out, John Boy. Hey, and uh, we also have, and this is usernames because we don't know everyone's first names, so feel free to post, guys, uh, what your real names are. Uh, Celtic Demon, Buck22, Alf Brophy, Snot Bubbles, McMiddleton. This sounds like a Sandlot team. Uh, Mick Middleton, Johnny the Greek, and Dave Bolly 499 So um, thanks, you guys, for joining up with us. We actually just finished the 27-round slow draft here before we recorded the podcast. And uh, I thought we could talk through, again, some of our selections here just to let the guys uh, who are listening know what we were thinking. So, Markham, let's start with you. Who did you grab here in the uh, Listener League? Okay, so defensively, uh, Deion Jones. He was Yo my boy. first pick. Mm-hmm. Got him in, I believe, seventh round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landon Collins, Devin White, Jadavian Clowney, Fred Warner, Everson Griffin. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, Jerome Baker, Juan Thornhill, and Kenny Clark. So let's talk about. I think this is interesting because there's a little bit of overlap here in your in our two main leagues. You you have Juan Thornhill, Dion Jones, and Fred Warner, and Everson Griffin, right? Oh yeah. So four guys that overlap. A lot of guys I like. You know, I like to get. That's that's typical for me. I like, so you're not afraid to stack if you like guys. No, I, I, yeah, I don't mind to just invest heavily in certain guys, mm-hmm. and uh, if they go down, which happened a lot last year with some of my teams. Yeah, um, you were so snake bitten with injury last year in XFL. Emmanuel Sanders everywhere had mm-hmm. carry on Deion Jones. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, uh, let's not talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean similar thing. You know, I I think we saw IDPs kind of start going off around. Fifth, sixth round, Back pretty heavily. Fifth, yeah, um, or you know, in the case of Bobby, we'll, we'll get, get to, to Bobby, the Bobby, engine of chaos. Yeah, um, Bobby tried some things. Mm-hmm. He uh, did a little experiment. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always okay to kind of sit back and wait, and but I kind of want one elite player in every tier. Um, I don't think I probably did that. At, well, we'll see what Jadavian Clowney looks like. Um, if he gets traded, I was hearing some yeah. p- potential trades, and I don't know that it, you know it's all just speculation. But wouldn't it be fun if he was in Seattle? Ooh, that'd be nice. Wow. Did y'all see what he's wanting uh, contract wise? Oh gosh, I'm scared. It's like five years, like over a hundred million. Wow, so like twenty a year. Yeah, twenty five. That's a year. what he's expecting. Gosh. Well, it's better than Dak wanting forty a year. That's yeah. insane. That is that's crazy. He's not going to get that. Dak. You're fine, but you are not worth that. No, no way. That's you're nuts. not worth uh, twice as much as what Tom Brady gets paid. No, let's get out of here with that. Wow. So uh, I'll read off my guys, and then, Bobby, we'll get into yours. Right. Um, so mine were Levante David, Harrison Smith, Carlos Dunlap, my boy, Jayon Brown, Jesse Bates, again, Cameron Hayward, Danny Trevathan, Bernardrick McKinney, Adrian Amos, uh, Brandon Graham, and Jabal Sheard. So it's funny, again, you talk about overlap. Some of the guys that I have in both leagues, Carlos Dunlap, Jayon Brown, Cameron Hayward, and Danny Trevathan. So... Mm. I think some of that is just like a familiarity type bias. I know these guys, and I'm obviously comfortable enough with them to have them in one league, so why not grab them in another? Uh, but, yeah, my strategy was to go offense heavy early in the draft, uh, which was similar to my approach with the XFFL. Yeah, reached a little bit on Kyler Murray. Um, obviously, uh, the hopes are dampened just a little bit from the – uh, crappy performance they had just about an hour ago in the second preseason game. But I am still excited for the Cardinals offense, and I had to get Jayon since he's my ride or die this year. I'm going to either going to either ride Jayon and his top 12 performance to a championship, or he's going to completely sink all of my teams with IDPs. Hope that's what happens. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're praying for that one. <laughs> all right, you guys, I'm turning off both your mics. Hold on just one second. Okay, we're good. So this is now the Josh Raymer XFFL or uh, IDP <laughs> podcast. The other guys have been kicked off. Bobby, let's talk about your draft here. No, um, you talk about it since we're kicked off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, you guys, dig. 
But so, Bobby, you uh, you went a little crazy with the IDPs, mm-hmm. and um, here was your haul. Actually, you read your haul because I don't want to read it. Nah, I want you to read it. Okay, read fine. it to me. Uh, so, Aaron Donald, DeForest Buckner were your first two picks. Oh yeah. Uh, well, not your first two, but your first two defensive picks. What and round then, was this? I believe it was with the, with the third, third round. and fourth. Third, third and fourth round. Bobby was on the turn at Nature uh, Donald 12. was the first IDP off the board. So you, you went to do it. Juju and Tyreek, and then. We go right into IDP. Right into it. Yep. No, no hesitation. Just. But you didn't start the run. Like nobody came in fourth round. It wasn't until the back of the fifth we saw defensive guys going. And then you grabbed as well as uh, along with Donald and Buckner, you grabbed Derwin James and Jamal Adams. So congratulations Mm. on having your ideal safety combo. Nice. And then Corey Littleton, Leighton Vanderesh, Melvin Ingram, Cleland Farrell, Honey Badger. Emmanuel Agba and then Chris Board. Yeah. So I love how things are like, oh yeah, we're humming, and then it goes down to like, and I know we're all excited about Chris Board, but it's like, oh yeah, we're doing good, we're doing good, and it's like, who the hell is Chris Board? That was the last yeah. pick of the draft, Josh. Was that? Yeah, that was Mr. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mr. How do you spell that? B O R E D. Oh my God! I apologize, everyone at home. Shout out Norm McDonald. Hey, shout out no, Norm. shout out Tom Kissingberry for the whole uh, Chris Board hype. Um, Didn't he say he had Chris Board yeah, more than so any other defensive guy? Basically, saying that he's trying to grab him every um, everywhere. Um, kind of down a little bit on Kenny Young right now. So I don't know. The whole Baltimore situation is kind of up in the air, but we'll see what Board does. But so my strategy was get a little crazy just give it a try yeah just i know there's so many people out there in idp world that have probably been like man what happens if i just go defense like super early and don't have to worry about it's it it's a dream kind yeah of. and you it's know, an me, experiment why not mm-hmm. have a little fun me and markham talked about this a little bit yesterday or maybe the day before that offense is like stupid deep this year i mean like there's so much offense to be had in any you know fantasy football draft that you're going to get into so i thought why not take some studs have a little bit less bench um of a defense and then just fill in three-fourths of my bench with just some offensive risk yeah i guess it's an it's it's our idp listener league if you're going to take that chance this is the time to do it and also it's uh thank you bobby for the free content that you're going to provide us all year absolutely this grand experiment is going to be the gift that keeps on giving (laughs) absolutely shout out your running backs uh starting running backs though being kalen balaj and jalen samuels hey balaj got some hype today and markham loves samuels so i don't want to hear it josh love samuels oh yeah yeah, we both love him as like a rb3 or four that's that's hurtful that's her five. Hey, who are your two DNs? Huh? Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner? I don't think so. We'll see. I can't wait. This is going to be so good. But one so, thing I have already seen, the projections are awful. So I'm projected like no points this week. Like 100 points. But yeah. when Donald goes off for three sacks and Buckner yeah, you know, has got true. a sack not, and two I mean, tackles for loss. That's not being projected into these. You can't project that stuff. No. This is a kind of a this is more of a big play league. I don't know if yeah. you even said that, but this is more of a big play kind of reflects our RSO league. So, yeah. sacks, tackles for losses, interceptions, big plays will be rewarded heavily. Yeah. And I love that you're playing your dad first week. That's right. He's hey, projected to shout stomp out Steve all over Markham. you. He had a great draft, man. He did great. He didn't even ask me for any help. He's never played IDP before. Does Proud he listen to the podcast? Oh yeah, I, I believe so. I believe Does he really? I think so. I mean, I I I uh, uh, subscribed for him in, in his phone and downloaded the episode. So. And wrote a review for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, so proud of my son. He's the best thing that's ever happened to that me. That was how we started off the uh, whole episode with uh, Markham saying he was proud. His mom and dad were listening. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Episode they weren't one. listening at that point, but uh, okay. you know, they are I figured now. if we're going to do this, this uh, mom and dad, this is happening. <laughs> You guys, doing this thing. Know, you guys just need to know what's going on with me. Before the rumors get out there, I have quit my job to do a <laughs> podcast from Josh's shed. <laughs> he got it back, though, because he uh, obviously took time today to go get a case of reader. So well, was, maybe they put him back on. Uh, panhandling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was fishing for quarters it's outside of the quote unquote job. I mean, it's yeah. something. You were doing something. Mouth yeah. that was out there. I you got were. Some money. <laughs> oh, All, All right. right. So let me get your opinion. Yeah, yeah. Is my strategy. Horrible. What what are, what are my odds? What are, what's my record at the end of the year? Uh, let's see, thirteen game regular season, right? Yeah. So so three and ten. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pack this laptop up. Yeah. That's just a really bad offense, Bobby. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you're going to score any points. At least oh, you have two gracious. wide receivers. That yeah, could you really got, be, in a PPR league, that's they nice. could both be top five they, receivers. My they offense could be one and two is, this year. It's not that bad. Who's my offense in here? Josh Allen. 
Uh, Mark Andrews, Miko Hardman, Paris Campbell, James Washington. What's bad about that? Get out of here. Get the heck out of here. Be a great 2021 lineup. Get out of here. You going to read your offense? Come on, Josh. I guess oh. we're on, uh, I guess we have it on our Twitter. If you, if anyone's yeah. curious, they can go look at the, uh, yeah, I just wanted to highlight some of the defensive guys. Yeah. Can't wait to beat you whatever week we play. I can't wait. It's going to be one of my three. If you, if you, yeah, you get to host <laughs> the show if you win. That's a deal. You can just brag about it for like 45 minutes. All right. Uh, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to do some news and hit the second round of IDP Battle Royale. Y'all don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about Anchor. All right. We're back. Just had us another sweet lightning break. Uh, newsflash, still terrible. Uh, unless you like peach flavored things, which in case, still terrible. But, uh, Markham, you've got some actual IDP news for us. Let's buzz through that real quick. What's going on in the IDP world? We got some injuries that are piling up. Oh, man. I know. I know. It's the worst. Um, not really too many heavy hitters. The biggest player of note probably being Levante David and Nick Bosa. Uh, Levante David has an MCL tear out four to six weeks. That's they're, not good. They're thinking he's going to be back for the, uh, potentially for week one. I don't see that happening. No I way. think they have, I'm pretty sure they have, uh, two games in 10, 10 days. Um, so he could miss the first two games. I think so. I think they'll probably kind of slowly, week three. right. So if you got Devin White, uh, Will's up there. Um, Quincy Williams, another MCL tear. A uh, guy that, you know, we've talked about before. Um, was on the last episode, right? Yeah. Or yeah. no, was that, uh, yeah. That yeah, was, it was. I was thinking yeah. of Quinn and Williams. Yeah. They're brothers, right? No, yeah, I think we, uh, right. But Quincy is, we did talk about him on the yeah. last episode. But, you know. we, we just, love Quincy. Yeah, we're just lumping him in here. Quincy um, fans. Nick Bosa, he's not going to play in the preseason. That's kind of scary, already dealing with injuries. and It's you like know, deja vu with his brother all away. over again. Yeah. So, uh, Oren Burks, another guy. Mm-hmm. uh Torn his uh, Taurus Peck, but luckily he is going to play this year. It sounds like mm-hmm. so, that's good. Yeah, I saw he got a second opinion and will not need surgery. That's crazy. So that's good because one day he was done for the season. Yeah, the next you it was he like, was wait, done. never mind. Yeah, he may actually play this yeah. year. So uh, doesn't help you much with him on your IR, Bobby. But yeah, I'm kind of glad he's there now. But yeah, you you almost look like Nostradamus there. Yeah, yeah, it worked out well for you. Almost. So, who are some under the radar guys, defensive rookies that impressed you early on, Markham? Just guys that I've kind of noticed. Uh, Brian Burns, he stood out. He had two sacks in the opening preseason game. Uh, just looks great. Somebody that was probably kind of underrated in rookie drafts too early on. Uh, I don't even know if he probably was like a fourth or fifth round mm-hmm. pick in most leagues. Um, but yeah, he was impressive for the Panthers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Mac Wilson, he's gotten a lot of buzz. He had two picks. One of those was a pick six. Uh, we talked about, uh, Taki Taki. Mm-hmm. He looks great. A lot of people buzzing him up. Um, and then Juan Thornhill, another guy that has been impressive, uh, enough to where he's already the favorite for the starting job. Mm-hmm. I think I was reading, uh, Joe Show, jo- Joe Schobert has been injured for the Browns and, uh, Taki Taki's out there potentially pushing him out of a job. Wow. Yeah, that he he could be the one alongside Kirksey that you see in the middle of that defense there yeah. for the Browns. If you're in a dynasty league, I definitely would be selling both Schobert and uh, Kirksey. Yeah, those young guys are probably the future there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and what what a world that we live in where the Browns suddenly have uh, an embarrassment of riches at any position, really. Both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of fun. They're yeah. stacked everywhere, except it, really the offensive line. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if that, hopefully that doesn't doom them because there's so much, yeah. there's going to be so much fun. Baker's so good. Yeah. It's the Odell connection, but God, you just hope that that offensive line doesn't, we just doesn't doom them. Yeah. I want it to go well. I just want to see it. A lot of those teams like that. We talked about Houston a while back. You know, uh, I think, uh, Watson gave up the most amount of sacks in it's the like league last year. 65 sacks, I think. Vikings uh, have always had a terrible line. The uh, Arizona Car- didn't look Cardinals, good tonight. God, yeah. Kyler's going to be running for his life. If he isn't injured by week four, I think it'll be a miracle. Offensive line, some of the most important positions for the whole team. Not a sexy, because the Colts have done that in recent drafts where they've gone offensive linemen heavy. Mm-hmm. It's not a sexy you know, first-round pick to go with an offensive guard, but mm-hmm. you know, Quentin Nelson... All pro in his first year, yeah. and if yeah. he stays healthy and stays on this upward trajectory, you know, you're talking about a Hall of Fame type of yep. career. So helps everybody out. It he, does. Already a top five offensive lineman. Absolutely, mm-hmm. especially at guard, no doubt about it. Yep. So uh, those were some some uh, some 
guys that we're noticing and some news, some injury news as well. Gentlemen, let's jump into round two of the IDP Battle Royale. And this week we're looking at the NFC West versus the AFC West. So let's start in the NFC. And Bobby, why don't you read the roster here of the NFC West? Who made the cut for the all-star lineup? Yeah, so D-tackle here, we're going with Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner, obviously. Uh, DM, we're going D-Ford and Nick Bosa. Our three linebackers are Corey Littleton, Bobby Wagner, Quan Alexander. Our two safeties are John Johnson the third and Buda Baker. The two cornerbacks are Aqib Tlaib and Richard Sherman. Our flex, we're going with Fred Warner, honorable mention for LJ Collier. D Ford, who is actually already on the double lineup, so and, shout uh, out D Ford twice. Jaquiski Tart as well. So, uh, and then my little add-in, uh, our suspension mention. I love that. Ooh, rhyme. nice, very nice. Was Jaron Reed, uh, defensive tackle for uh, Seattle? In other words, just don't forget about Reed. Don't forget about if him if you're drafting. He could I, be a nice little stash or a waiver wire pickup. I like him. I mean, I I've talked about him earlier on. You know, I've got Buckner and I can wait on him. I need to look and see when the 49ers bye week is, but be smart, you know, late grab if you're uh I'm planning on starting Buckner the whole year if they've got a week 8 or a week 9 bye, throw Reed in there, that'll be perfect. Yeah. So start targeting him around maybe week 4 during the season. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe this is crazy that the NFC West could have 3 of the top 15 linebackers this year. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Wagner locked and loaded top three. Mm-hmm. Corey Littleton locked and loaded top, top 10. Top, yeah, top yeah. 10, top five potentially. And then Quan Alexander, you know, I top think. Top 12. Yeah, yeah. Top 12, top 15. So, yeah. you know, shout out the NFC West, the, the really strength of this team outside of defensive tackle, which mm-hmm. not many divisions are going to have the number one and the number two guy mm-hmm. at a certain position. So defensive tackle, they're really strong. Linebacker group, really strong as well. I was looking in RSO at our points last year, and Aaron Donald, I think, put out 320 points. DeForest Buckner put out, I think it was 240. And the next closest was, I think, in the 190s. I don't even remember who it was. Maybe Kenny Clark or it might have been Jerron Reed. He was pretty high last year. He was up there, yeah. Um, But, yeah. Donald was just a cheat code. Oh, Donald, 20 and a half sacks. I think Buckner ended the year with 12 or 13 sacks. So here's a good question. Who scores more this year between those two? Aaron Donald. You think Donald mm-hmm. continues? Yeah. So I'll, I'll Probably back another up. another 15 sack year. Yeah. Back up what you said. You you got it exactly right. Yeah, Donald was 316, DeForest Buckner 240, mm-hmm. and then the next closest was Jerron Reed at 192. I love a good D-tackle, man. If you're in a league like ours and not just defined as a defensive lineman, those D tackles are stupid valuable. Yeah, especially in a big play league. You I know, mean, that's why Donald pops so much with all those sacks. And we've talked about people like that before. You know, John Reed, uh, Kenny Clark. Hicks, who you like, Kenny Clark, Drill Casey. Um, a lot of these guys are just supremely valuable when you have a specific position for it's, them. It's but, similar to like tight end is, you know, on offense. Just yeah. it's very rare to find dominant players, and when you do. They can really help your team. They can swing and give your you team. An edge. Yeah. Give you an edge every week. Absolutely. I think the grossest part of all this is just Talib and Sherman. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. Gross. The cornerbacks are not great in the yeah. NFC West. Um, but shout out Fred Warner. Fred Warner again. We had to put him on here. We can't not. You mm-hmm. know, we love you and we love your father. We're really happy that you got to be part of this list and part of our lives, Fred. Do you think Fred knows how much he means to us already? Four episodes into the show. No, I'm sure. I'm I hope sure. So. I hope he knows out there that we're thinking about him. Yeah. All right, guys, let's jump down to the AFC West now. Markham, why don't you read us off here? Who made the lineup for the AFC West? Okay, so defensive tackle, we got Jerry Tillery. Uh, the other defensive tackle, Chris Jones. D end, we have Joey Bosa and Frank Clark. Linebacker, we have Josie Jewell, Anthony Hitchens, Bradley Chubb. Safety, we have Derwin James, Tyron Math- uh, Matthew. That's why I always say Honey Badger. Honey Badger, I know. Yeah. I always Tyrone Matthew. It's like you're going to say it wrong. It's super French. <laughs> and I'm super Kentucky. Yep. Tyrone <laughs> Matthew. I don't like math. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Desmond King, Kareem Jackson at cornerback. Uh, and in flex, we have Clellan Farrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Farrell. Uh, not not uh, an experienced horse rider if you've been watching Hard Knocks. Mm. I haven't. 
I saw that. Uh, yeah, him and uh, Jonathan John- Abram yeah. went for a little little horsey ride there holding through uh, the Napa Valley. Yeah, they were holding hands. It was a great moment. Some honorable mentions we have: Justin Simmons, Jonathan Abram, uh, Von Miller, and Todd Davis. Yeah, mm-hmm. so a lot of Broncos showing up on Those this are, list. Yeah. Some solid, some solid honorable mentions. You yeah. Know. So I think uh, the highlight here, I would say, you have three guys that really pop for me. You've got uh, Chris Jones and Frank Clark and Derwin James. You could lump uh, maybe King and Kareem Jackson in there, but again, cornerbacks, they're just not going to score Did a lot. Did you say Joey Bosa, too? Uh, Bosa, I mean, are y'all, what's your, what's your temperature on Bosa this year? That's a good question. He's, I mean, if, if you're a believer and you think he's gonna be okay, I mean, he's, he's a great value where he's going. You can, I think you saw in this draft even, he was like the D end eight, maybe in our, in our listener league. I mean, if he, if he ends up being healthy and giving you 16 games, Mm -hmm. that's going to be a value pick. Yeah, that is a value. You've got to have him as a value. You can't take him as the D end right. three or four. Exactly. I'm not touching him until yeah. or that's when I feel comfortable taking him. Yeah, because it it is it, it, last name's Bosa. You know, it seems to be honestly that it's kind of a plague. That's right. It's, well, it's in his blood. I, yeah. I would think you know you mentioned the name Bosa is a great trade candidate for me. Oh yeah. I mean, if you can capitalize, always try to cash in on those guys with big names like big Honey names, Badgers went to big school, Ohio State. Yeah, uh-huh. like Honey Badgers, another guy. Yeah. He's a big time name. Could finish in the top, you know, fifteen to twenty this yeah. year, or could fall out of that. I mean, mm-hmm. we we like him. I think he has a great opportunity there in Kansas City, mm-hmm. but IDP ranks and who finishes, you know, as a as a linebacker one or linebacker two, that's very fluid year yeah. to year. The Buckeye in our league owns Joey Bosa. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. He does. So he go, loves him. Go sell a Bosa to a Buckeye. Yep. There you go. That's our tip yes, for today. Yes, sir. Cash out. Yep. And maybe don't drink the sweet lightning. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> we're, know, mine's gone. We're all feeling wow. not great. <laughs> You drank your whole thing already? Yes. It it was, Bobby will drink anything. He's tolerable. Yeah, he, uh, he will drink literally anything. <laughs> He's like got an iron stomach. Yeah. Oh, man. Something so, wrong with that boy. What do y'all think about, uh, I think they actually pronounce it Cleland Farrell, which mm. is really strange. No, they're wrong. Yeah. It's Cleland. It's Cleland. I was listening to the Monday night broadcast team. Don't you love the preseason <laughs> when we have Markham choking to death <laughs> on Sweet Lightning? <laughs> and... Uh, they're just rolling out Joe Tessitore and Booger McFarlane in the booth for Monday Night Football. Wow. They did not go get anybody else. God, mute. Seriously, it, it, it was bad. It can't be worse than last year. It was pretty bad. Uh, Whitney was bad. Yeah, I'm not going to give it a chance. <laughs> I'm not interested in anything they have to say. I wish they had uh, Monday Night Football on the radio where you could mute the TV yeah. and just listen to it somewhere. Listen to us. We should start doing it. Yeah, Seriously, we're going to do we'll that. Just, yeah, we'll do like a YouTube live stream and yeah. you can mute your TV and then listen to us do yeah. commentary of a Monday Night game. Perfect. Yeah. That'd be great. Get you about 12 beers in. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least. Like, look at nah. Feral. I think he needs to be on the uh, Booger Mobile. <laughs> yeah. there. I don't want him on a track, though. I want him free to where he can drive. Oh, no. He'll, he'll be dead in the play. first eight you, uh, minutes. Just feed me 10 to 12 beers and then just have me pronounce Honey Badger's yeah. name <laughs> over time. <laughs> this is Darren. Uh, Darren. <laughs> Let me tell you about Iran. <laughs> just get real philosophical on us. Uh, you can tell how much sizzle the AFC West has here. Oh, um, yeah, not a lot happening here. So let's uh, let's do the breakdown. Who wins, guys? So let's start defensive tackle. Uh, this one's easy. NFC West and a landslide for me. I think Aaron Donald might just be the best player in football, period. Mm-hmm. Not best defensive player or defensive mm-hmm. tackle. Just the best player, most dominant player. And uh, it was funny. On Hard Knocks, you watch the Raiders players talk about him like he was off in the distance and mm-hmm. there was a gathering of guys talking about Aaron Donald and it was like they were talking about yeah. Superman like it was this mythic figure yeah and that's the the kind of reputation that Donald has developed mm-hmm. is almost like this legendary folk hero who just so happens to play football yeah I didn't care that Buckner was on there whoever was with Donald that was who was going <laughs> to yeah. It could have been Aaron Donald and Adam Markham. Absolutely. Yeah. Been like, yeah, it's still NFC West. Uh, Markham that gives him a bump, though. That was, yeah, that would be actually pretty sick. Yeah, his yeah. three-cone is tight. Yeah, you, I'm pretty good in the trenches, brother. <laughs> if uh, We'll have to post out, we'll have to tweet out the uh, the combine video that you yes, did. Yes, sir. Yeah. That shows some of your measurables. Maybe not do that, though, Maybe well. we definitely should. Markham wishes that would die. I thought no. that video was private, Josh. <laughs> definitely not. I think it's up to like 20,000 views now. All right. Wow. Well, I've not seen any of that uh, money, yeah. so. You yeah, wouldn't. Stuff to talk about. How do you think I had this new house? Uh, so, uh, Bobby, that sounds like your NFC West as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Easy. 
Simple. You think there may be 30 sacks between Donald and Buckner? I'm just saying there were last year. Oh, last year. What do yeah. you think this year? You ask who has more sacks, I Buckner think, or Donald, so who who's the answer for you? Well, this is a little bit of, I guess, Bias. wishful thinking. But I hope Buckner has more, and I, I think Donald will have less. I see them both with 15, plus Ooh. or minus. Is it because you have Buckner but not yes. Donald in the XFFL? Yes. Let no. That's my own question. I do think that, well, they've still got Brockers. They got rid of Sue. Um, I don't know. There might not be as much. There might be more double teams on Donald this year, but I don't really think it matters. He's still gonna. He's still gonna eat. He's gonna eat. Yeah, you gotta he's remember. So good. One of those games last year, he scored uh, sixty-five points in he one did. of the leagues. He had four sacks against the Niners. I'm pretty yeah, sure. And Bobby, what had happened that game <laughs> with Aaron Donald in our league? He played real well. <laughs> I believe so, uh, you had uh, just moved him to your opponent, who yeah. then beat you on the back of Donald's sixty-five points. My son got a hold of my phone and was drop adding a bunch of players, mm. oh, and I was yeah. like. Come on, man. You're killing me here. You got a hold of your phone in the listener draft, too, it looks like. <laughs> you need to put a password on that phone, Bobby. Oh, Your son's wreaking havoc right, on your football dreams. Right away. He oh was trying to gosh. buy a Ford the other night, too. Get him off of eBay and Amazon. <laughs> hey, no kidding. The other day, we were playing a game, and uh, I look up, and he's like literally over on eBay, like scrolling through vehicles. That is <laughs> not good. Carvano is about to show up with oh, a yeah. brand new truck. Brand new Escalade. <laughs> nice, man. Congrats. All right, Markham, who are you taking here at D-Tackle? NFC West. Easy peasy, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad this character's back. We had quite a response of people like, good for you for telling Adam to get rid of that trash character from last episode. No one said that. No one would ever say that. A whole <laughs> three, loved it. three people were reaching out to I me. I loved, loved him. It. Are we talking about, uh, we talking about the, uh, end of his rope? Yeah. No, end of his rope is that a great That was one character. of my favorite guys. That's a recurring character that needs okay. to stick around. Yeah. Well, yeah. Might be back. Stuff you never know. Hey, that one can just come out naturally, baby. Naturally, baby. Uh, let's All look right. at DNs. DNs. Yep, Bobby, who'd you take here? I went AFC West because I love Frank Clark. And with that Chris Jones combo, uh, it's going to be pretty nasty there in Kansas City. And we'll see if Mr. Bosa can stay healthy. If he can, uh, Clark and Bosa is a pretty pretty easy matchup there for DNs. I agree. AFC West all day. Bosa and Clark are a nasty duo. If Bosa can take care of that foot, mm-hmm. uh, foot injuries always worry me a little bit. But if he can stay healthy, yeah, AFC West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I put AFC West as well. Just, again, easy peasy baby. I thought you are going to do a voice for that. It's kind of funny not hearing a voice. That's I know. Hearing regular Marco. I got it. I got it. I understood. We may it. do another voice. I saw where he right, was going. Fine, fine, fine. fine. <laughs> I'm just putting you on blast here, Adam, and I'm sorry. You just do the narrating. Let me do the brilliant comedy. <laughs> I'll be the audience button in the background that just cackles. Yeah, you're the laugh track. We need Seinfeld. you. We need you're that. the sitcom uh, laugh important. track. I appreciate important. you, baby. All right, Markham. So who? let's go linebackers. Uh, who are you looking at here as the winner of the linebackers? Uh, the um, NFC West. And, um, let's see. How do you say? Ah, mm, uh, yes. Easy um, peasy. Why was this guy like yum 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 eating so much? I don't know. We had it. We're just doing. We're just, we're just doing different stuff. Appealing to a lot of uh, different people out there. Love oh, you guys. Yeah. There's about half the audience has just clicked off. Like these guys, no, are they're all way in. too far. They're, they're into it. They're on they've, their way to work. They've like, already they jumped their the coffee shark. out. Yeah, I they're believe loving it. Lauren did say he spit his coffee out the last uh, XFFL pod. Yeah. I love Lauren. So He's hopefully, the best. hopefully he'll spit it out during this one as well. So, Bobby, linebackers, who are you taking here? Yeah, easy. Littleton, Quan, Wagner, I believe all have top five to ten upside. I think probably the outlier. It could be Littleton. I know Read and React. I was listening to the other day, and uh, Adam was not super high on uh, Littleton, which I don't know about that. Um, I see Quan probably as the outlier here. Uh, I don't know. Top fifteen, probably. I'd love for him to be top ten, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah for me, it was uh, it was easy. It was NFC West. We talked about how each of those guys could finish top twenty, and the AFC West may have the worst linebacker group of any division. I don't know that we're going to see a group this poor. Like, what are those guys? LB, like yeah. two. Anthony Hitchens. Hitchens you know? maybe a back end two. Withdrawn Lee there. A lot of linebackers that I'm not targeting, unless yeah. you know. I like Bradley Chubb if he gets like uh in for instance in Sleeper he gets the the DL tag. Yeah, that's that's nice. huge. That's really nice in there. Yeah. I know uh, I think Tom classified him as an outside linebacker so he wasn't those guys just don't tend to finish as yeah. high. Yeah. So 
We'll see. Um, but yeah, the AFC West linebackers, not, not a big fan of those. Uh, let's look at cornerback now. For me, this was AFC West. I think, um, King and Jackson are both top five cornerbacks. And again, that was, uh, Desmond King and Kareem Jackson. So yeah, give me the AFC West here on cornerback. Markham? I agree. AFC West, uh, King, total playmaker. Jackson, uh, you know, could be that safety playing corner like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You love those cheat code type of guys. Bobby? Um, I agree with AFC West, but um, not a huge fan of King without his punt and kick return. I think you think he loses a, that this I, year? I don't know if he loses it. I'm just, I think he's just an average corner scoring wise outside of that. Yeah, and if you don't have return yards, uh, you know, points for that in your league, you should. Yeah, a, yeah. More points is always better. For sure. And you're yeah, this Desmond King probably isn't uh, as enticing an option there. And man, that stuff changes so frequently. I mean, year to yep. year. You know, that stuff moves around. But yep. shout out to people who pay attention to that. Yeah. Like Big advantage. Said, he's a lot higher scorer of that in our league because of that. I Same mean, thing with like Tyler Lockett. Tyler, Tyler Lockett's Lockett, yeah. like a wide receiver one in there because mm-hmm. of the return yardage. Yeah. This was a guy that – this was a fun discussion we were having, I know, earlier on our XFFL Slack was which like legendary return guy do you think would have like the craziest stats in a modern-day fantasy football league? You know, because you got guys like uh, Dante Hall, who I just remember was like you go back and watch his highlights. He was crazy, Insane. dude. Human joystick was That's, his nickname. That was perfect. Yes, he just he moved in a way on. that did not seem possible. Yeah, and then um, Devin Hester. Yeah, you had Devin Hester. He he kind of missed. Like he came up when fantasy football was still growing. Yeah. It wasn't to the level it is today. But he yet. made that uh, that Bears D. Special teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, legendary. Mm-hmm. Return to kickoff on the opening kickoff of the Super Bowl against the Colts. I yeah. will never forget. The coach was like, do not kick it to Devin Hester. They kicked it to Hester. He took it to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you did. literally felt like that every time he could take it to the house. He hold that record, I wonder. Punt return. TDs. He may. I He's think go- so. He'll go into the Hall of Fame, right? He had a lot. Oh, yeah. He's for sure. A special teams Hall of Fame guy. Yeah. No doubt about it. So good. So safety, guys, this was really tough. Like, this was... The closest competition for sure. Um, Bobby, yeah. who'd you take here at safety? Well, this was hard. You know, my team, the Rams versus my, you know, fantasy team. I love my boy Derwin. Um, so really, I had to go there, Derwin and Honey Badger. I love me some John Johnson. I love Buddha too. Buddha's awesome as well. But yeah, freaking Derwin's so good. Yeah, and I'll go with Bobby. This was really tough, but I went AFC West just because of Derwin James. It's really, really close, but the number one guy is just so good and could just light the league on fire this year that, yeah, I'll take Honey Badger along with that, even though, I mean, I own John Johnson in XFFL. We know Buddha's a stud, and Markham, I think you're going to zig when we're zagging here. Of course, I'm going to go NFC West and choose uh, Buda Baker Mm -hmm. and John Johnson. Of course, this is about Buda Baker. I am his father. Legally, and your uh, son. Yeah, John Johnson's nice, but again, this is about Buda Baker. Buda, I will follow you to the uh, end of the earth. So He really will. So where do y'all see them? Derwin, safety what? Safety one. You think so? Barring injury. I mean, nothing's changed, so I don't see anything different. What about Honey Badger? Honey Badger is got top the twelve. Yeah, got the yeah. widest variance in my mind. Yeah. He could finish top twelve. He could finish outside the top twenty four. Great situation. In a great oh, yeah. situation. You know? Um, okay, so what about John Johnson? John Johnson I see top twelve, but not as high as he finished last year. And he was safety five in our yeah, week last year. That's a little high. I could see like safety ten. I think he'll regress just a little bit. What do you say? Top eight. Yeah. You know, somewhere in that range. And then we got Buddha. Yeah, I think Buddha's one of those guys you'll see as other guys like John Johnson fall out of the top five. I mm-hmm. think Buddha surges into that discussion. But he's definitely a top 12 guy, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never know. Same thing, yeah. While we're on the safety thread, are y'all worried at all about Jamal Adams? Yeah. We oh, talked yeah. about him last oh, week. Oh, yeah, of course. I uh, do not expect him to be the safety one next year. Yeah. Just a lot of competition for tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Williams there does a lot of weird stuff with safety, although we haven't seen him do anything too exotic yet in the mm-hmm. preseason games. So that's nice. Um, and then possibly playing some corner. Yeah, I saw that. So he's he he said he would play cornerback. I don't yeah. think they would actually do that there, but their cornerbacks are terrible. Yeah, that's just a flex. It's got to take some of his tackles away. But, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Tackle numbers will come down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that linebacking two, core is so significantly upgraded between James and Adams. We talked about Adams last battle royale. 
Yeah, because it was uh, yeah. yeah NFC East and AFC East. Kind of reminds me of uh, Landon Collins when he was in New York. You know, mm-hmm. there was just no one there at linebacker, nobody, and he could do it every morning. He was racking up tackles. Jamal situation. He had Avery Williamson there, but yeah. still, I mean, yeah. CJ Mosley is going to be a pretty big presence there. Yes. All right, so let's uh, wrap up now with the flex. Who do we think wins in the flex? Uh, I think. Cleveland Farrell is going to have an awesome rookie season. I think they got a, the Raiders got a lot of flack for taking him at four, and it probably was a stretch, but he's just kind of been like, you know, crapped on across the board because the Raiders took him a bit too high. But that's a little bit of a false mindset because it's not Farrell's fault that mm-hmm. the Raiders took a really good player just at a position in the draft where maybe they shouldn't have taken him. It, it doesn't discount the player where they were drafted. They have no control over that. Mm-hmm. I think Farrell's going to have a great season, but give me Fred Warner. Yeah, I think that's a great point, but, you know, I'm willing to take a bullet for Fred and his dad. You've said that to us before. That's an open offer to both of those guys. <laughs> Love you both. I'm willing to step in front of a bullet for you guys. Fred Sr., yeah, if you guys, you know, feel unsafe at any time and you just want to meet mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D., we will. I'm your guy. We will take the ad revenue and fly Adam out to Thank San Francisco. You Thank you guys <laughs> to to rough. die on that hill for you. <laughs> We're gonna need your credit card too. That's uh, that's so nice. We're Man. gonna load you up with sweet lightning. Thank you. So you at least die happy. <laughs> Couple quesadillas. Thank you. And your carry on. <laughs> you, Fred, and your dad. Thank I'd you. put them in that cold carry on. That warm carry on might that's a good point. Might get plane smell a little funny. Ooh. Boy, boy. <laughs> so Bobby, let's uh, yeah. wrap us up here. Freddie boy, bring him to me. Got to man. Yeah. So um, this one was really close, closer than I thought it would be when you saw like the studs on the NFC West. Uh, but yeah, NFC West wins ten to nine in total points. Mm. So they will be moving on to the uh, final episode of the Battle Royale to see which division reigns supreme. Uh, but and it looks a lot closer than it is. Mm-hmm. NFC West is pretty dominant. Yeah, yeah. those linebackers, Aaron Donald, Buckner. I Gosh, mean, and then you still got the good safeties as well. Mm-hmm. It's NFC West is going to be probably one of the top defenses. It's going to be tough to beat. Gosh. Really, they just fall down because the Freaking. defensive ends. Their hey. defensive ends are not great. Yeah, cornerbacks are pretty gross. Yeah, so, and the cornerbacks are gross. But again, so who cares? Charming. Really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't put too much weight in the cornerbacks. That's I mean, true. AFC West does have probably the best cornerback unit we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say that may be the tops. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but those linebackers are going to be yeah. hard to beat for the NFC West. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to take that down. That's a good thing for the AFC West to be the best at, the cornerbacks. I agree. Congrats. That's, that's fitting. Congrats, guys. Yeah, yeah, the Chargers. least important uh, IDP <laughs> position. Congrats on winning that AFC West. Here's a cookie. And yeah. good job having Derwin James. Yeah. yeah. Chris Derwin. Jones, too. Yeah. But eh, everyone else, meh. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, so... What did you all think? Did you agree that the NFC West should have emerged victorious from this battle royale? Is there anyone that we did not put in either starting lineup that you all would have picked? If not, we don't care. Take mm-hmm. your comments offline mm-hmm. and don't bother us about it. We've got way too much going on. Markham is, you know, you're moving into your new mansion that we're building sure. with the ad revenue. Sure. And peddling. And yeah. Yeah. Um, and, hand, and panhandling. And so. I got, hey, and I got Mountain Dews to drink. <laughs> yeah, all we right. ain't got time. I got stuff to review. To be hearing your criticisms. <laughs> yeah. So, that said, leave us a five star review on would. Uh, iTunes. We haven't checked it. in a while, but um, if it's still at eight and uh, only five stars and and uh, two reviews, actually the five stars can stay. But if it's still only at eight and two reviews, you guys need to do better. Yeah, yeah, we need a Step lot more up. guys. Come on, we're putting out this premium content mm-hmm. just for you. Mm-hmm. We're drinking sweet lightning. I'm blind now. I can't even see. <laughs> Losing money. I mean, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, you came straight from work. You hadn't even eaten dinner. I hadn't seen my family. Losing families, <laughs> losing jobs. We got nothing. Nothing for y'all. Markham is panhandling out in front of his old place of employment. <laughs> Done to us. Thanks a lot. Blowing out tires. Yeah. yeah. Blowing Blowing out tires. But you still have quesaritos. Yeah. That's right. And founders. But Solid you doth provide. Thank you, Adam. You did so good not blowing out the levels. You just had to blow it right there at the end. Oh, me. Appreciate you, baby. You're welcome, baby. All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll be coming at y'all again. Which uh, which divisions y'all want to do for the next Royale? Um, go south or north? Let's go. Let's well, do we'll talk about north. The oh, wow, uh, we're split. 
I wanted to save the South for last. Let's go Minnesota. The South will rise. Oh, Just Lord. kidding. And they have to cut that out right there. That's real bad. Sweet lightning, baby. Okay, yeah. It's this got is... me in touch. This is a, just an all solid blue on Audacity right now. So oh. awesome. Just kidding, guys. We're pretty liberal-minded for the most part. I am. Thanks, Markham, for just making this outro so incredibly weird. All right, so we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the AFC North versus the NFC North, and uh, that's a good one. That's appreciate good one. y'all listening. Uh, make sure to leave us that one star review for Markham's "The South Will Rise Again" comment, and uh, we'll have a new host in his chair come next episode. So, y'all take care. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big Three IDP. 